everybody. Welcome to The Writer Chick with your host, Kay Nicole. Warning y'all now, there's going to be some minor language in this. So if that bothers you, then I'm sorry. And if not, then feel free to listen on. I know I didn't have one for this week when I'm doing it because I just got busy. Because <laughs> I came home for spring break and every time I come home, I, I'm always busy. So there's always something I'm doing that I just didn't have the energy to do this. So it is what it is. But this is kind of an easy episode this week. It's nothing too crazy, but I should be coming back with some more heavy hitters in the coming weeks. Because I think next week I'm going to do a book review, because why not? And then the week after, I'm probably going to come up with something a little more engaging. Because lately it's been a little more chill. So, yeah. But anyways, before we get into the episode, I'm just going to do the usual One, if you want to donate to the podcast, there will be a link down below. I'm not going to bust down your door to get you to give me money. So it is what it is. You feel free if you want to. You know, it'll probably go to better equipment, other things, who knows, whatever. Up to you. Two, this podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube. Although I haven't really been updating on YouTube because people don't really watch it on YouTube. So. I don't know. Maybe I'll fix that. But for right now, it's on there if you want to check them out. Oh, yeah. Email list. So I say this every time. Please sign up for my email list. Okay? Because I'm going to start trying to give you guys more updates on the podcast. Let you know about new podcast episodes and whatever. Because I'm pretty sure you guys aren't following me on your podcast your listening network of choice, which you should if you want to receive updates on new episodes. But if you're not, then sign up for my email list so then you stay up to date. You might even be able to get in a giveaway or something. Who knows? So what are you doing, sis? Or bro or non-binary. Let me clarify. (laughs) I I don't want to assume gender here, okay? All right. Anyways, you can do that by going to the podcast tab on my blog scroll all the way down to the bottom and there's a button where it says you can sign up for my email list so feel free i would love it if you did all right so today's episode is about how to read more like i said this was a chill one because honestly i had other stuff to do and i had to quickly write this it's still good though but you know i think reading is one of those things that maybe not most kids did but i know i did but i was one of those people who read a lot as a child It really was just because I didn't have any friends, so yeah, books in the library are my only escape. You know it's bad when the librarian knows you by name and gives you free stuff because they see you in there all the time. That's how bad that was. It was also so bad to the point that the guidance counselors thought I had problems because I was to myself a lot. So I always thought, oh, they're just being my friend. In hindsight, it was because they were concerned about my mental well-being, so yeah, But anyways, (laughs) all jokes aside here, reading is something I do enjoy. And as a writer, you do have to read. Like, I'm not going to lie. If you want to be able to be a good writer, you do have to consume books on some level or some form of literature. So I miss reading. And it's hard for me to get into books as much because I lack the time or I want to spend that time reading fan fiction. So it's rare that I really get a good book that I love and that I you know, just suck up. 
And on top of that, you know, as adulthood approaches, that means more responsibilities and usually more responsibilities means less time. And then on top of that, I am a college student. And as a college student, you're going to read a lot. I hate to say that. So if you hate reading, you're going to hate college. Trust me, I spend more time reading textbooks and PowerPoints and articles and shit that by the time I want to read something for fun, I don't have the energy to do that. All I want to do is watch TV or watch TikTok or do other stuff. The last thing I want to do is read a book. And that makes me sad because I really love to read. So it sucks. And I know other people feel the same way because it's like there's nothing better than the feeling of getting into a really, really good book. So I know other people feel the same. This episode and the blog post that corresponds with it are just going to go through some tips and tricks on how to read more often or incorporate reading into your life. So yeah, let's get into it. One of the tips I found online is that you should pick a designated reading time. So that seems counterproductive considering I just was talking about how we lack time. So when the fuck am I going to find time to read? I get it. But no, it, it's it's just a matter of time management, right? My mom always tells me all the time. She's like, you got to learn to manage your time correctly. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, I know this. But <laughs> instead of to stop me from doing other stuff outside of what I'm supposed to be doing, But anyways, you you just have to carve out time to read, even if it's only for 10 minutes. And you can, I don't know, pick some time in the morning when you first wake up, maybe read for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, doesn't matter. It's whatever you have available to you. Or you can read at night or you can read in the afternoon. It's up to you, homie. It doesn't matter. Me, I don't like to read in the morning because I, that's just not the first thing I like to do. On top of that, I have other things to do when I get up. Like, I have to go to work. I have to go to class. I have to meet with someone. It's it's things like that. I just don't have the time. Like, there's only maybe three days out the week that I actually have a moment where I could get up and read for an hour. But every other time, I'm busy. So, it's just not conducive to me. Afternoon reading, it depends on what I'm doing. And then night reading, I actually don't mind if I'm not super tired. I like to read at night more than anything because it's a way for me to decompress. And it's a way for me to unwind. And on top of that, normally in the morning, I'm one of those people who's a lot more productive. Yeah, I'm more productive in the morning. So, yeah, I prefer to read at night. That's just me, though. Tip number two, keep a list. Now, this is actually something I do now, and I do have an example of what mine looks like on my blog post. So if you want to, you know, follow along, you can look on it on there. It's really basic, but it's just to give you a visual. I actually have a list of books in my notes app. And it's basically all the books I want to check out. Not the books I'm currently reading, but just the books I want to check out. And I think this is helpful if you're stuck in like a reading slump or you don't want to waste time searching for potential books to read. And it's also helpful that if, you know, if you're in the mood for fiction and you're in the mood for nonfiction, then you can just go to your list and go, oh, yeah, I forgot I wanted to read that book. Let me check it out. Right. It's been very helpful, I will say. I have a lot of fiction books and a lot of nonfiction. And nonfiction for me is more self-help. And self-help is one of those things where I got to be in the mood to read it. I got to be really in the mood. And then the fiction is more so like stuff I've seen on TikTok, stuff I've seen online. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to read. Maybe I go to Barnes & Noble and I look at a book and I'm like, oh, I want to read this, but I don't want to pay $30. So let me write it down and see if I can find it somewhere else for cheaper. Because there's no reason why Barnes & Noble is so expensive. 
every time I go there, I feel broke <laughs> because there's like, why is this book like $20 and yet I go on Amazon and it's like five, like, what are you upcharging? I never understood. That's why I, I love Barnes and Noble for the vibes, but I fucking hate the prices. It infuriates me. So that's actually why I prefer like used bookstores more because there's this one bookstore up in Kennesaw. It's called Second and Charles. They have a lot of games. They have graphic novels. They have music stuff. They have anime merch. You know, they have other stuff there, but they also have a huge section of just used books. And they actually, if anything, they have some of the more popular books too, even like TikTok reads they have there too. And they're affordable prices. Like I can get like four or five books for $20. But you go to Barnes and Noble and only can get one book for $20. You see where I'm at? You see where I'm at. So that's what I'm saying. Or I go on Amazon. I know we're not supposed to be supporting Jeff Bezos, but like, look, man, the prices are affordable and the shipping is phenomenal. I don't know what you want me to do. I can't be socially conscious about everything. <laughs> so I, you just pick your battles when they come. So the third tip is read 15 to 20 pages every day. Now, this can change because there's no way in hell, at least for me, at least for me, there's no way in hell I'm going to manage 15 to 20 pages a day because I barely can get through 10. Unless it's a really good book, but I barely can get through 10. It's actually a struggle for me. I blame social media for that. Because it's it, it's like my attention span is shot. But whatever. The idea is, is that once you pick your designated time to read, then you should try to read 15 to 20 pages. It's pretty manageable, but for some people it's not. So you got to change it based off your, I don't know, your attention span and your moment of time. For me, I can read about 10 pages before I need to put it down. And that's fine. Don't stress yourself out. If you can only read, like, let's say you can only read five, don't stress yourself out. I mean, you just have to build it up slowly, set a timer, do stuff like that in order to build up your attention span. And then eventually you might be able to just read 30 pages with ease. You never know. It takes time. You got to build a habit for it. So, yeah. Fourth tip, read more than one book at a time. Now, <laughs> some people have a problem with this because they're like, I can't read more than one book because then I'll get confused about this book and then I don't remember the plot that happened in this book and this one and da 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 right? But if you're like me where you have to jump between other things because you get bored all the time, it actually is helpful. Me, I can read about three books simultaneously and not have a problem. Because the thing is, if I read one book and get bored of it, I want to be able to switch to something else. I don't want to force myself to read the book. You know what I mean? It just, I don't want to do that. So I'll switch between books. I usually have maybe one or two self-help books and like one fiction book. So if I get bored with the self-help books, then I can switch to the fiction book. It just depends. But I wouldn't recommend going more than like three. Because then it just gets confusing. It's a lot to keep up with. Um, but it's helpful if you're one of those people, like, like I said, if you're one of those people who has a hard time sticking with one thing. Or maybe if you get stagnant with one book, then you can just switch to the other one. But... Of course, this is something that you can do or not do because I know some people like to just read one book, finish it, and then move on to the next one. And some people don't care. So take it with a grain of salt, I guess. I think, well, what are we on the next tip? I don't know which tip this is now. I think it's the fourth, right? No, this is the fifth. Okay. So the fifth tip is set a reading goal. 
This is something I implemented recently. So if you actually have a Goodreads account, and I'm going to side note this, go follow me on Goodreads. I have the link in my blog post. So if you want to follow me on Goodreads, give me some views, then feel free because I have no friends on there. So it makes me a little sad, but it's okay. Anyways, but Goodreads actually has this function where you can set a reading goal for that year and you can just put in the amount of books you want to read. For me, I put 20 books I wanted to read this year. I'm too behind, but we're not going to talk about it, okay? But it is helpful to have something to look forward to and it could motivate you to read more if you have a set goal of like, okay, these are the books I want to read, so I have a whole year to do this. I can, you know, force myself to do that. Now, the problem is, is that you start overly pressuring yourself to meet that goal. And then if you don't meet it, then you are upset and then it like discourages you. But the thing is, it's fine if you don't meet the goal. It's fine if you're like five books short. You still read 15 books. That's still an accomplishment. So it is what it is. It's more so to have something to hold you accountable, but it's not something you should force yourself to attain. Put it that way. Life gets in the way. Life gets in the way. At least you read something. Because for me, I read one book this year. Well, actually, I think I read more books, but I don't remember which ones they were. So it's hard to say. I don't know how accurate it is. But regardless, no, wait. No, I lied. I read two books this year. I lied. I read two. I read two. One was a advanced reader's copy for this self-published author I follow online. And then another one was Dreamland by Sarah Denson, which I have a blog post about that. I might do a podcast episode on that one. I haven't decided yet, but we'll see. But yeah, so technically I've read two books this year, but I'm like maybe one or two books behind. But I'm not stressing about it because it is what it is. I'll get to it when I get to it, right? It, you know, and if I don't meet this goal this year, then I'll do it next year. Whatever. It's cool. So the sixth thing you can do or the sixth tip that I have on here is start a book club. Now, this is dependent on the type of person you are, because if you're more of a extrovert, why the fuck is my air conditioning on? I'm so sorry if you guys hear my air conditioning, by the way. I, it just popped on, so hopefully it won't be too annoying on this, but whatever. I mean, I'm not going to re-record it. I, yeah. It is what it is. Anyways, but back to what I was saying. It is dependent on the type of person you are, because... Some people are more extroverted. Some people are more introverted. I'm more of an introvert, so this doesn't really work for me. I'll get into that in a second. But if you're more of an extrovert and you find that it's easier if other people hold you accountable, then a book club might be for you. It might be a good solution. And on top of that, you can connect with other people about what you're reading. And you also can help other people read more. So it's kind of a win-win regardless of how you look at it. And personally, book clubs just aren't my thing because I've been in, I haven't started one I've thought about starting one, but I know I'm going to be that person who can't keep up with it. So it's just like, what's the point? And I I hate being a leader and doing all that. It's annoying. But I've been in two book clubs and each time I would start really strong and then would like just dip out because one, it was hard for me to keep up with the books. Two, I didn't really like the shit we were reading. And three, I don't like talking about it. I'm more of an introverted reader. I like to just read for my enjoyment. I don't want to sit here and discuss it. I'm good. The only time I'm okay with maybe discussing a book is if like it's with someone I know and I'm just casually talking about it, but I'm not here to be forced to talk about it. I really just don't want to. It's just not in my spirit. So 
it's hard for me to stay engaged. It's nothing against those people who started the book clubs. It's nothing against them. It's just me. <laughs> and I just don't find it conducive to my lifestyle. Because I don't want to be forced to read. I want to just read on my own. If that makes sense. And I don't want to feel like I'm being pressured to do something. That should be fun. So, yeah. It's just not. It just doesn't work for me. But it's cool. If It might work for you. So, if it does work for you, then you, I don't know. You could create a Facebook group, which will be really fun. You can conduct over Zoom, Microsoft Teams. There are things you can do in order to facilitate an online book club if you can't meet physically. Because I know with COVID and stuff like, like that now, it's a little bit harder to meet in person. Or maybe you just don't have people you can meet in person. And it also makes it easier if you do it online, then you can have other people from different countries, maybe different states, and they can join in and it's a lot more versatile. If that's the word to use. So, yeah, up to you. I think this is six or seven. I don't know at this point. I'm not keeping, I'm not keeping track. I'm not keeping track. Okay. But the next tip is carry a book with you. I do this now as well. I usually keep a book on hand or I keep my Kindle close by in case I get a couple of minutes to read or maybe I get some motivation to read. It's rare, but it does happen. So instead of scrolling on TikTok or social media for hours on end, I can take that time to read a couple sentences. So this is something I'm trying to work on too, because I always deviate to social media when I'm bored a lot. It's a struggle, but it's something that can be worked on if you put in the energy. It is what it is, right? The next tip, it's okay to DNF. It's okay to not like a book and it's okay not to finish it either. And if you don't already know, DNF basically means did not finish. Because sometimes a book is just so fucking bad that forcing yourself to get through it is like swallowing nails. Okay. I can name a lot of books off the top of my head that I just didn't like. Like, for example, there was one popular book that was out a while ago called The Other Black Girl. I don't remember the name of the author. But I was so excited to read it because one, I really liked the premise. And two, I really liked the cover, right? Yes, I do judge a book by its cover. If the cover sucks, I might not read it. Let me be honest. I'm one of those. But it, the cover was fire. I was like, the premise seemed fire. I was like, okay. So I bought it. When I went to Second and Charles, I bought it because it was like $11. And I was like, cool, I'm going to get it now. And I was really disappointed. I liked the writing. But it just felt like the story wasn't going anywhere. And I was literally struggling to get through it. So I DNF'd it. And I don't regret it. It's a shame because I I think it could have been great. There were so many interesting elements about it. Like racism in the workplace. And not feeling black enough for, you know, the community you're in. And dealing with a hate and ass coworker. I thought there was a lot of great elements especially with the mystery thrown Like there was just so many good elements you could have talked about. And she just fell flat. I might do a, I don't know. Cause I want to do an episode one day where I talk about all the books I hated and why. And I'm, that might be on my list. I'll go more into depth about it another time, but that was part of the reason why I'd be an update. I don't regret it. It is what it is. What was another book? I think there was only one other book I was close to DNFing, but still finished regardless. It was uh, Disappearing Acts by Terry McMillan. I fucking hate that book with a passion. Don't ever give it to me again. I, I can't stand that book. It was horrible. 
the writing was great. It was just the characters and what was going on in the book. I just, I was so disappointed in her because I really liked one of her books. I forgot which book it was that I really, really liked. I don't remember which one it was. There was a few books. I don't, I don't think it was Waiting to Exhale. It was one book in particular. I don't remember the name off, off the top of my head. I really don't. But that book, I was just so disappointed in her. And I just can't stand it. Even though I did, I finished that book. I still finished it. But trust me, there were multiple moments in it that I almost DNF'd it, for real. Because I was like, I just can't continue with this. <laughs> I can't. I might write a review on it. You know, I should write a review. I'm going to write a review on that. Because it pissed me off when I first read it. And it still pisses me off now when I'm thinking about it. So I might just do a review on that book, even though it's been a couple months since I've read it. It still is pretty fresh in my mind. And there's just a lot of things that I just didn't, that I just didn't like about it. Because I'm, I don't want my blog to be about all the books I hate. But trust me, there are books I hate. So don't, don't think that every book I read I love. No, there's a lot of books I don't like. So like, but anyways, back to what, but what I'm trying to say here is that it's okay to not like a book, guys. It, it's okay to quit reading and it's okay to say, you know, let me put this down and go pick up something else because I would rather you read a book you enjoy instead of reading a book that you hate because why slog through a book that you hate? Because the thing is, if you keep doing that, then you're going to just lose that joy for reading and you're just never going to finish anything because then you're like, well, I have to finish this book first before I move on to the next one, but I don't like the book. So you're just never going to read. You're just going to be in this limbo. It's okay. If you don't like a book, okay. It, it just wasn't for you. And that's fine. Art is subjective. That's how that is. Just like with my books, I'm pretty sure there are people who don't like my books. I'm okay with that because it's, if you don't like it, you're just not my audience and that's fine. You know, that's just no shade. Everybody's going to pick apart something they don't like. Just like I know that author probably isn't upset about me not liking their books because they're making millions and I'm not. So as far as I'm concerned, you're doing better than me. So what my opinion doesn't necessarily matter here. But hey, it, it just wasn't my cup of tea. No shade to the writers because, you know, they still write beautiful things. And, you know, there's a lot of elements about it that are good too. But it just wasn't my cup of tea. And not every book is going to be your cup of tea. That's fine. The next tip is audiobooks are a godsend. If you genuinely have no time to read a physical book, or maybe you're the type of person who prefers someone reading to you, then audiobooks might be a good fit. I personally like audiobooks if it's about self-help. Like, I like self-help books in audio format, because I think they work better verbally than they do, like, physically reading them. I still do anyway, just because I like the feeling of, a, like, an actual book in my hands, but it's just better... I don't know. It just hits different. It's almost like a podcast. <laughs> you know, sometimes it hits different when you hear it, somebody say it to you versus you reading it out, you know, like physically. I just like it better. Plus, with audiobooks, you can take them to the gym. Um, you can listen to them in the car, on the bus, when you're walking to school. It doesn't matter. It's more versatile. And essentially, you're getting your reading done because you're listening to it. So it works out. You know, I feel like it's a win-win situation. And no, this is not sponsored by Audible. I know Audible sponsors everyone, but they have not sponsored me yet. So the day that happens, I will f jump for fucking joy. Please sponsor me, Audible. My mom uses you, so yeah. I've used you before. So my final thoughts. So even when it feels like you don't have time to read, you do. You just have to intentionally carve out that time to find or find other alternatives, you know. If you want something to change, then you need to hold yourself accountable in order to see that change occur. 
you can't expect it to just happen overnight if you don't put in the work and you don't hold yourself to that standard that you're gonna gonna fucking do it you know what I mean it just it doesn't work like that unfortunately I wish it was that easy but it's not just like I had to hold myself accountable every day to write a blog post and to do this podcast episode if I don't do it it's not I'm never gonna see anything come from it so it's it'd be like that of course it's easier said than done but if it's something you want to accomplish this year or any year then, you know, you have more than enough time and you just have to start small and work your way up. So, yeah, that's the end of the episode, guys. I know this one was a little short. I'm sorry about that, but I told you all it was going to be a little more chill this time, a little more fast-paced because there wasn't really much to go off of. I promise you the next episode is going to be a little more interesting because, like I said, I'm doing a book review and it's on a self-help book. So I'll definitely have stuff to talk about. And then the next one, I don't know. I'm not going to give it away to y'all yet because I haven't fully decided if I'm doing it yet. But that one should be fun to do. And that will be more of a conversational piece. I think that might be more of like a, I'm thinking like a 30 to 40 minute episode. I'm pretty sure because I have a lot to talk about with that one in particular. That topic has been flooding my psyche lately. So I think I'm going to do that. Or should I do it next? Should I do that one next? I thought about it. No. No, because I really want to do a book review because I've only done one lately. So I think, okay, no. I'm going to do the book review next week or the week after next. I'm sorry. I'm going to do the book review the week after next and then the other topic that I'm talking about. And if you want to get a sneak peek into what that topic might be, then please, 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 please follow me on Instagram at writer. That's K-A-E, the writer. I'm telling you, if you follow me there, you're going to get a lot more updates and a lot more insight into who I am as a person than you are on this podcast. So please run it up. I'm waiting on it. Otherwise, though, that's about it, guys. So stay safe, stay healthy, stay gorgeous, and I will see you next time. Bye.